When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, wetheads, thanks for listening to Groomzillas. Thanks for following. Thanks for subscribing. If you want to listen to more comedy podcasts, I got a place for you. It's called Forever Dog Podcast. Check out more comedy Forever Dog Podcasts at foreverdogpodcasts.com. Lots of funny content there. And of course, follow us on our social accounts. Twitter is at Groomzillas and Instagram is at Groomzillas Pod. Thanks for listening. Hashtag get wet. Hashtag stay wet. From the Forever Dog Satellite Studios in Baltimore, Maryland, this is Groomzilla. This week's theme. Look out! The in-laws! And now, here's your host, and my best friend, friend, Eric Dodorian. Yo, 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 Groomzillas, live and in in charge, straight coming at you. Uh, This is London, England's number one hit station, right? Takeover of Groomzilla's podcast, England in the House, represent uh, Jingle Jangle all the way, 25 days to my nuptials. My wedding to my number one lady, yeah. Um, welcome to Groomzilla's. That was my British guy. I doing a little stuff, and we are twenty five days away from my wedding. From our wedding, it's happening, baby. Uh, I've you know going. The emotions are all over the place, up and down. Uh, wake up in a panic most days these days. Uh, about a lot of different stuff. Usually it sounds like this morning, for instance, uh, I was awoke. I woke up to a bunch of pots and pans smash being smashed around. Uh, and I woke up with a start and I realized that there were no pots and pans. That's just my brain. It was just my brain and my anxiety waking me up. It sounds like pots and pans because we're 25 days away from our wedding and we don't have food or chairs. Um, and food and chairs, that's number one. I think number one and number two right there. Chairs, food. And uh, we don't have either one of those things. But what we do have, and I think Groomzilla's audience, dear audience, you're going to appreciate this. What we do have is each other. And we've been watching a lot of Project Runway. And uh, we're just going to have to... This one refrain just keeps coming back over and over again, watching Project Runway, looking at our wedding. We're just going to make it work. We're going to make it work, um, and there's no two ways around it. We're kind of coming around on food. We talked. We sent an email today to the caterer. So one email in. That's almost food. It's not food yet, but it's going to be food. Um, oh, and another thing. I got my tux. There's a, here's a wedding miracle number one. Uh, I bought a tuxedo on Etsy. 
for one hundred and sixty dollars, and which is a lot of money for me. Uh, and I said, "We'll just see if this fits. Who knows?" Uh, and the thing came in the mail, and it fits. I put it on, and it fits, and I like it. Um, another thing that happened: Drew had one of those. Uh, she had a wonderful wedding dress day. With her sisters, Lindsay and Sam, went to Washington, D.C., tried on some wedding dresses. Uh, and I saw some pictures, and I got to tell you, viewers, I got real emotional about it. Real emotional, kind of came out of nowhere. Just seeing pictures of her wearing a white dress uh, set me into a tither. It's into a tither. So that's where I'm at right now. Uh, 25 days away, am I am I freaking out? Is that what you want? You want drama? Uh you're you're here to you want drama. If you want drama, you're not gonna get it. Uh I'm over drama. I just wanna make it work. And I wonder where I wonder what my buddy thinks about that. Because you know, Dan, Dan Gill, my co-host in Los Angeles of this podcast, he's a wise veteran. He's already been married. He's already had the wedding. And I want to talk to him right now. Let's get him on the Skype right now. Dan? Hello? Dan, are you there? Hi. Can you hear me, Eric? Can you hear me? Dan, I can hear you perfectly, Dan. Oh, good. I'm, I'm sitting here in the spacious Forever Dog Studios in Los Angeles, California. How's the temperature over there? Uh, it's getting chilly. I'm, it's sweater weather, and I'm loving it. I'm wearing a sweater today. Oh, you look great in sweaters. Yeah, I'm a sweater guy. Yeah. Big time splitter guy. How you doing, Mr. 25? Mr. Right Around the Corner? Mr. I already got my hotel booked for your wedding in 25 days. Eric DeDorian? How- I'm so glad that you got your... I'm, you know, I want everyone to be happy, and I'm so glad that you have a hotel room. I hope that other guests of my wedding have done so. I know we didn't give them enough. We didn't give you a lot of time to get your accommodations did. You know what? Uh, what it's a it's a good time to be getting rooms in Palm Springs, because right the, that's what we figured. I figured it wasn't going to be that because who goes to who who goes to Palm Springs in December? Yeah, who plans a wedding in Palm Springs in December? Yeah, and then who who but who would start a podcast about a wedding in Palm Springs in December? That's me, goddammit. it, yeah. and that's you, Dan. Yeah, yeah. and uh, we're in this thing, we're doing it, Groomzilla style. Uh huh. You sound pretty Are you wet. You sound pretty good. Come on in, get wet. Hashtag get wet, baby. Welcome to Groomzilla's. Thanks for listening. Thanks, um, wet heads. Thanks, wet heads. Stay get wet. Stay wet. It sounds like um, you're in a good place. Last, I mean, last week you're always in a good place uh, for considering you're 25 days away. I was a little more freaked out. You than know, you. Uh, I my my entire life, as you know, I haven't had uh, a good life. What I've I've been kicked around a lot, and I haven't had uh, um, what's the word? A lot of drama in my life. A lot of stuff's happened. Okay. So at this point, yeah, uh, getting married, I'm wily. I'm raw. I feel raw. I feel kicked around. Yeah. Uh, but I'm feeling scrappy. That's You're- that's what you know. I you did. I know that you detected something in my voice. Uh huh. And you couldn't really tell what it was. Right. And I'm here to tell you, Dan, uh-huh. that it was scrap. It's you heard scrap. scrappy. Yeah. Well, you're scrappy, head to yeah. toe, you're Mr. Scrap, you know. Yeah. 
and I'm ready to scrap. I'm 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 ready to scrap together. Oh wait, I'm gonna make. I'm gonna designers make it. That's what Tim Gunn says. Uh huh. On Project Runway. Okay. Uh, when a designer doesn't have enough time, when a designer is, uh, pushed up against paralyzed. The wall. Yeah. Paralyzed by anxiety. Okay. And they've got a lot of work to do. Uh-huh. Do you know what Tim Gunn says? He says. Designers make it work. Make it work. Okay. Make it work. <laughs> okay. So, so you're going to be scrappy about it. You're going to make it work. But I, it's not going to be just make just make it work. Okay. But that to me that just can be, just make it work. Uh huh. Was getting there. But so to me, no. That I mean, you're spot on. The first time we were there. Make it work. But that's not going to be slapdash. Scrap doesn't mean slapdash. No, scrap means I'm up to. I'm we. Are up to the task. Yeah, we know. We know that people are coming to our wedding. Yeah, that they're now that they're definitely coming to our wedding, and they're gonna want a place to sit. Mm-hmm. They're gonna want a cold drink in their hand. Yeah, they're gonna want uh, some beautiful shit to look at. Beautiful um, shit, shit to look at. So uh, I heard. I heard. I might have overheard. I, there was like a crossed wire in the beginning before you called me officially mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. Skype. But I, mm-hmm. I, I got. I inferred mm-hmm. that you got your tux, and it looks great. Mm-hmm. Um, no, no alterations necessary. You, you're done. Definitely, the pants need a lot of work. Oh, okay. Um, okay. They gave me. They gave me a little bit of. Uh, what's the word? Fupa. Oh, you got a you got a fupa wupa jean there. You got a fupa yeah, wupa jean. They're real seventies. Uh-huh. They're real set. The and uh, it's a real seventies tuxedo, and the jacket feels fits great. Got suspenders. Got a little cummerbund. Great. Um, Crump. but the pants they definitely need. Some alterations. Okay, but the big, the that's minor. So I'm I'm gonna go ahead and check off the suit. I mean, that's just some minor things. Yeah, you can get that done when you dry clean. Yeah, you're done. Huge. I got my tux. Huge check. Um, Don't have my shoes yet. Don't have my shoes yet. The but, Jordans. You know. The Jordan. The, the the question that's been haranguing you for all these weeks on end. Yeah. Still unanswered. Yeah. Um, Jordan Elevens. Am I gonna wear Jordan Elevens? I don't know. Just we'll see. Get them. Just get them. I know, I know, Just I know. get them, man. You, that's all you've been I talking deserve, about. I don't think I you, deserve them. You definitely deserve them. I don't know. I'm such a fucking man. You know? Do I need them? Do, does a man need that much? Here's, here's, here, I got a question for you, man. What? What, man? It's, it's the day after your wedding. Are you mm-hmm. happy you have those Jordan 11s, or were they all for nothing? I don't care. Go, going forward, do you my not wedding? care? Yeah, it's the, it's the day after my. It's the day after it's your day wedding. After my wedding, you're looking at those Jordans and everything it took to get them. Are they worth it, or should you just? Because that's what you got to remember that the wedding's basically already over. And yeah. do you want Jordan Elevens in your life right now? Um, I don't know. I don't, I think they would look too good. I think I would look too good. I think it would be too. You never think about something like in your day to day. It's just not what you would do. It's too good. You know, sometimes something is too good, and you got to tear it down. No, and I feel like I am. No, I I do want to tear myself down a little bit. Well, by not by not getting the Jordans. Well, that I mean, I don't think I don't think you should tear yourself down. There's enough things in this world that are going to tear you down. Why would you tear yourself down? That's a good point. Shoes make the man. That's a good point. Yeah. Dress, dress for the job you want, not the job you have. Yeah. That whole thing. Um, I think I, you deserve them. 
Yeah. I mean, it's a game time decision. I right now it, it isn't that is a I have a tux, which is a necessity. Yeah. Um and Jordans at this point are a luxury. Yeah. Is it something you can come up with like the week of too? It's not yeah. something you I mean, order. if 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 it, if it's the weekend before my wedding and I'm like, you know what, I'm gonna go get some fucking Jordans and I have the money and I don't feel weird about spending this money on Jordans. Yeah. I know where to go get Jordans. Okay. 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 We've settled okay. that. I feel like Okay. Okay. We'll make it work. And Okay. We're just we're just gonna make just make it work. So what about <laughs> we're talking last week, officio. I'm I'm worried. Where are you um, guys? I, I have, I, I have to be honest. No, that's not it. I'm worried. There it is. Mm-hmm. Um, efficient. Is that what you asked? Is where, that what you're saying? Make it work. Where are you at? Efficient again, wise. Again, uh, with the questions. It's weird that every time we talk about it, you have so many questions about I'm, our wedding. And I think it's weird. I'm I think task it's weird master. that you have so many questions about our wedding. Again, all the time. again. I told I said this last week. We are doing a podcast about wedding uh-huh. planning. Uh-huh. I don't have anything to do. I'm done. I'm married, man. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna grill you. Okay. Every time we get together until your wedding day. I understand that, Dan, but what what I don't think you're listening to me. What I'm saying is why do you have so many questions about my wedding? I'm, I think these are just... Uh, that I have to answer. Well, they're, they're questions you have to answer if you're going to have no, a wedding. No, we don't have the fishing. We don't even have the faintest idea okay. of who the efficient's going to be. Okay. We had one person that we really wanted to be our efficient. Yeah. She can't do it. Hmm. She can't do it. Mm-hmm. She's too busy. Yeah. So now we don't know. No, we don't know, Dan. Okay. Well, it, What's your name, Dan? Yeah. I'm whoever you want me to be. <laughs> Dr. G. I'm listening. Why don't you? It's. I mean, it sounds like it's making you a little emotional, and it might be a, a touchy area for you. So I'm gonna shy away from just, you. No, no, it's the. I mean, I'm gonna shy away. Yeah, I'm shying away. Let's let's talk about something. I got another question for you. We got the DJ. We got the DJ figured out. Boom, boom. What are you doing? Yeah, the local DJ, Palm Springs guy. Couple of friends. Couple of friends. They're gonna. They're gonna. They're gonna share duties. Okay, um, doing a Spotify thing or something like that playlist. We're, we're gonna we're gonna get. We, I mean, that's a whole thing again. That's I mean. Hey, hey, settle down. These are the these are the questions you got to think about. Okay. Um, From some. So there's who DJ. Knows. There's a DJ equipment that's got to come in, and uh, the B- DJ Bud. You know, remember Bud? We had Bud on the podcast. DJ Bud His Anthony. DJ. DJ yeah, Bud, Bud Anthony. Anthony. Yeah. Bud Anthony Diaz. Bud Anthony. Uh, Bud Anthony. DJ Bud Anthony. DJ Bud Anthony. Um, then his mom's got all this DJ stuff because she's really cool and she was a DJ and she is a DJ. Wait, he's going to um, do it? She's going to do it? No, she's not going to do it. But oh, Bud okay. is going to do part of it. And then um, Barbara Gray. Okay. One, th- one third of Lady to Lady Comedy and a party starter in the Los Angeles comedy scene yeah. for a decade, near a decade. Babs Dorothy. Uh, huh? Babs Dorothy Gray. Babs Dorothy Gray at Babs Gray, B A B S G R A Y on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, she's going to, I think she's going to do like the heavy lifting, the oh. dance party lifting. Oh, okay. Um, so we're going to have Bud play some music early on. Yeah. 
uh, first song, first dance type type of shit. Um, yep. And then we're going to have Barbara play for a little bit. And then I think it's just fun to have, you know, people Wh- come up there and whoever like, wants to whatever hear a you track. want to play. Yeah. 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 Because by then we should be done and we should go to a nightclub anyway and dance our little. Let's talk about that. Um, are you going to. Uh, are you gonna? Where are we going after? Because I want to. I want to hit that town, baby, if possible. I want to. You know. Well, there's like all the. There's a lot of gay clubs, which is yeah. really fun for dancing. Yeah. Um. I've been a couple. There's the Hard Rock Cafe that's got a. They got a drag <laughs> brunch the day after. That okay. We, that my sister really wants to go to. Uh huh. Um. We were looking at that Hard Rock Hotel. That. We almost got a room there because it's so. Yeah. Because it's a Hard Rock. Um, yeah, I've never stayed at a Hard Rock, and I really want to stay at a Hard Rock one day. We almost did it, um, but then they had bed bugs. So, uh, what? Someone on Yelp? Excuse me. Yeah, yeah. Also, I couldn't get a proper rundown of the Hard Rock Cafe artifacts on site at the Palm Springs location, <laughs> which, which I was, you know, that's kind of why you go to a Hard Rock. Man. So, <laughs> I bet they move a lot of the stuff around. You I think there's a lot of a turnover? Lot of it's like a museum. Oh yeah, different exhibits. Oh yeah. Well, here's the thing about the Hard Rock is, think about, close your eyes for a second, yeah. and try to picture how many different Hard Rock Cafe location t-shirts you've seen. Well, I alone, as a child, I had like four. Right. Of different places? I had a New Orleans. I had Orlando. I know that for sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, that's what I'm saying. What I, The point I'm trying to make, I had Vegas. Dan, yeah, there's a lot of Hard Rocks. There's a lot of Hard Rocks. They're opening Hard Rocks. I think they move the, the you know, like, the the A game artifacts uh-huh. your, you know your uh elton john's piano your elton john's uh, entire El- piano oh yeah wow see i was just picturing that's like, what i'm expecting that's yeah. what i'm expecting if they have anything less than that type of color stuff yeah then why do you even call yourself a hard rock cafe i just why want- don't you call yourself the holiday inn well because they got steven tyler's microphone handkerchiefs yeah that's what I'm talking about. I want I want a little I want Bruce I want Bruce Springsteen's vest. Uh-huh. You got to peel it off his hard old body. I want one of the edges ha- stocking skull caps. No, 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 no. He gets those. Those don't come that's off. Permanent. Those are permanent. <laughs> Surgically it's attached. Like, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's what the edge refers to. Year. It's the edge of his skull. There's nothing underneath that. Yeah. There's nothing. There's no skull. No. It's open brain matter and Yeah. It's dangerous. It's just it's just a guitar <laughs> pedals. It's just it's four guitar pedals. Yeah, it's his it's his fuzz tone. Same thing with Bono's glasses. If Bono takes his glasses off, it's just too grotesque, by the way. Yeah. Cause he does it because I hang out when I like the couples haven't hung out with him. Uh-huh. He'll just do it as a party trick and it's gross. Yeah. Um he'll just take his glasses off and there's nothing there but caverns. Yeah. Yeah, and beady little skull, skull caverns. Beady, little bee. Little, yeah, there's a bee. There was a bee one time. There was a bee in one, but also just like a tiny yeah. little flame that seems like it's <clears> deep back in the recesses of a cave, and it doesn't work out. You're like you're looking at him. You're like, how is his skull even that deep? I'm looking into yeah. like a, another yeah. dimension almost. But no, it's just his eye. Yeah, it's just Bono's it's left brain. eye. Yeah, uh, left eye lope. Uh, TLC's pants. From the creep video, her condom, silk pajamas, her, her condom glasses yeah. are there. All the condoms, yeah. all the condoms that TLC's ever been associated with. Oh, I want that's the that's the kind of stuff I want to see at the Hard Rock Cafe. Yeah, 
That's a that's um, actually a check-in complimentary thing. You get to go to the barrel of TLC condoms. Yeah. Grab a handful. That's fun. Yeah, it's fun for the kids. Maybe we'll go to the Hard Rock after the night <laughs> of the wedding. After I know there's a club there. You got it. You have yeah. to look at pictures of this place. It looks like, uh, you know, Ed Hardy and uh, the yeah. other one like him got together and had a had a one night stand. Kid. Um, I'm worried about getting taken at mobile. Um, it would be because there's just a lot of you know. Yeah, I don't want to. You're gonna lose. You're gonna practice. lose some people. You're gonna lose some people. You know? um, oh shit. Whereas you know, I don't want a hangover yeah. situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But oh, this time we, this time we, we lost. You know. Yeah, a and there's of people. yeah, there's always like the cool crew who like breaks off and like we're not going where everyone else is going. Oh, we're going to Joshua Tree. Somebody's gonna try to go to Joshua Tree. Um, mm-hmm. All right. Listen, I can't, I can't stop anyone from going to Joshua Tree. Yeah, I want to go to Joshua Tree. If uh, if you love Joshua Tree so much, why don't you go to a fucking wedding at Joshua Tree? We didn't have a wedding at Joshua Tree. We had a wedding yeah. in Palm Springs. Yeah. So if you want to go to Joshua Tree so bad, go to fucking Joshua Tree. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're getting a little worked up about a, a hypothetical situation here. but I, I mean, but it's I not do. hypothetical if you know what's going to happen. No one's going to Joshua Tree at Somebody's gonna 10, 30, go to Joshua Tree. 11 p.m. the night after your wedding. They're going to want to go to the Hard Rock. Do you not know who's coming? I mean, you saw. And that's another thing. We invited yeah. everyone. Everyone knows who's coming to it. Yeah, the email I, like that open, I like that open list policy. Ah, like, oh, fuck. Yeah. No, I, I felt like dad. I felt like sending. I felt like a dad sending his first email. I liked it. No, that's good because then you don't have to like do the dance around with the other friends you think oh, might. Yeah, be yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So I mean, you know, somebody's gonna want to go to Joshua Tree. Uh, I don't think the night of. I don't think you have to worry about that. How How do you feel about the attire? Holiday Holiday cocktail. That's the official. Yeah, it's perfect. People know what that is. Wardrobe. Okay. Wendy was trying yeah. on dresses tonight, and she's like, "Is this desert yeah. Christmas theme?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I, th- I think so." Yeah, that's a ballpark that people can can understand. Um, yeah, I feel like I feel like you dress for Christmas, but get ready to kick your shoes off at some point. Oh yeah, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, because it's going to be a snowball. I told David Van Heisen. David Van Heisen is going to. I want the only official. I'm gonna want. Him, I want him to dress up as Larry Bird, head to toe, <laughs> official stuff. Yeah. Well, I the mean, green, yeah, it's green number thirty-three. The short shorts, uh-huh. the black, the black high tops with the white socks. Yeah. Whole thing. Uh, I'm looking forward to that, Eric. Yeah. We got a great guest coming up later in the show. I think we should. Uh, Dave we, Schilling. Amazing, amazing. He's a pro. What a he's conversation a, he, we have. Also. Yeah, he's a pro. He's a remarkable writer, thinker. Uh, on various subjects, he can, you know, he's got, uh, you could talk about it on, about movies, and he's had a great wedding that I was not invited to, that we'll get into, hopefully it'll come <laughs> up that I wasn't invited to his wedding. Yeah. Um, Which you're fine with because you're an adult, and there are people who are uninvited to your wedding. I'll go to the movies. Do you know how many movie theaters there are in the world? Oh, you didn't get invited to a wedding? Go to a movie. <laughs> Guess what? You fucking animal. Guess what? I was invited to every movie theater instead. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Go have a fucking yogurt. Eric, wrap this thing out so we can take a break and come back with this stunning. I, I, that's overselling it. It's a fun conversation. 
with the great Dave Schilling. No, it was a st- it was a great conversation. That it sounds like they had a stunning wedding that I would have would have loved to be a part of. Um, All right, <laughs> but I don't want to belabor it, and I'm not here to belabor any point. But yeah. we are going to be right back with Dave Schilling. It's a great conversation. Please stick around. Thank you, Wet Head. Thanks. Good love you. Bye. I love you. Bye. Hey, Dan. Hi, Eric. So, I've been seeing these hashtags everywhere. What hashtag? One says, I see hashtag get wet. Uh-huh. I see hashtag stay wet. Oh, okay. And I was wondering, mm-hmm. I wonder if that's related to Groomzilla's. You know, I'm glad you asked podcast. this, Eric. I know exactly what you're referring to, hashtag get wet, hashtag stay wet. It does have yeah. a lot to do with our podcast that we co-host called Groomzilla's. Groomzilla's. Yeah. It's actually what the wetheads do, because fans of Groomzilla's are hashtag wetheads. Did you know that? Wetheads. Yeah. I did know that. And yeah. here's my other question. Where can wetheads find more Groomzilla's content? Can they find us on Instagram? Yeah, they can find us on Instagram. They can find us on Twitter. Let's say you're a wethead. Let's say you're getting uh-huh. wet every week. Let's say you're okay, staying. So, okay, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. So I'm a wethead. Yeah. I'm a wethead. Yeah. You're a okay. wethead. I'm a wethead. You listen to Groomzilla's every week. You, you get uh-huh. wet. You stay wet. Uh-huh. Now you're drenched. Uh-huh. Okay. Now you want to share that with your friends on social media outlets. You want to tell them how drenched you are. You want to tell exactly. them how wet you are yeah. and how wet your head is. Well, yeah. the best place uh-huh. to do that, Eric, is to follow Groomzilla's mm-hmm. on Twitter at, at @groomzilla's. Okay. Uh-huh. Now, if you want to do the same thing on so Instagram, at Groomzilla's. Yeah, at Groomzilla's. So I can stay wet. You can. Uh-huh. Yeah, you can get wet. You can stay wet. Uh, and tell all your wet on head group, friends. At Groomzilla's on Twitter. At okay. Groomzilla's on Twitter. Okay. Now, now, let's say you're drenched and you want to get wet, stay wet on Instagram. Okay? Sometimes I just want to look at the pictures. Exactly. Uh-huh. Exactly. Maybe take a picture of how wet you got for this week's episode. Well, go I'm ahead. Soaked. Go ahead. Let's say I'm soaked. Go ahead and tag uh-huh. Groomzilla's the show itself because on Instagram we are gro- at Groomzilla's pod. Okay? That's where you get okay, wet. So That's it's where you at stay Groomzilla's wet. Pod. It's at Groomzilla's pod. On Instagram. On Instagram. So I can get wet and I can stay wet. And if I'm soaked, right. if I'm just completely yep. soaked, uh-huh. on Instagram, it's at Grimzilla's pod. Okay. Yeah, and on, okay. and on Twitter, it's at Grimzilla's. Okay. And either way, uh-huh. I want you to hashtag mm-hmm. get wet and I want you to hashtag stay wet. Stay wet. Okay, that's interesting. Thanks, Dan. Okay, well, thanks for calling, but I'll talk to you later when we're actually doing the podcast and not just recording okay. commercials. Let's do the podcast. Okay, bye. I love you. Bye. Bye. I love you. Bye. Welcome back, wet heads. We're here with our guest. This is Dave Schilling um, on the podcast. Dave today. Schilling, the best, yeah. the best. Little yeah. little background yeah. on Dave Schilling, if I may. Uh, he's a uh-huh. he's a he's a sports writer. He was a writer for the Bleacher Report. He also uh-huh. hosts a, a film film review YouTube show for Super Deluxe called Cinema Cope, and he has his own uh-huh. podcast called The Masked Man Show that he does for The Ringer. Um, masked man that's a wrestling show yeah. i believe this guy does it all he's a jack of all trades and guess what dan you're gonna love this he's a new father oh, he's boy. been a father he's a huge dodger fan huge laker fan yeah uh also california native his anniversary just anniversary is tomorrow this is the second yeah. guest we've had that came on yeah. or near their anniversary it's a groomzilla's miracle it's a, it's a groomzilla's <laughs> We call that a baptism. Yeah. We call it when, when a magical thing happens in or around the Groomzilla's force field. Yes. Where you're wet, you get wet, you stay wet. Sometimes yep. that, what is that? It's holy water, baby. Yep. It's holy water. 
They got wet. They stayed wet. They're drenched. Baptism. Dave Shelley. We are here with friend of the podcast and groomzilla, Dave Schilling. What's up, Dave? How you doing, bro? Hi, Dave. I'm doing so good, other than being on three hours of sleep. Because oh. you are a new daddy. New papa. Yeah, I mean, god damn, it's difficult. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. I know this to is be a Dodger wet... fan. <laughs> it's being a Dodger fan uh, <laughs> whose son was born the day of Game yeah. 7 of the World Series. Wow. Oh, my god. Yeah, he's cursed. I cursed my child. Well, I didn't plan it that way. Oh, man. No. Are you watching in the hospital? Or... 100%. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then it's over the, in doctors, the first two innings. The doctors come in uh, after Kershaw comes in the game. So, with third inning. Yeah top of the third game's over and they're like your wife is 10 centimeters dilated we're gonna start labor right now and i'm like the game's on you gotta <laughs> yeah. turn the game off we can't yeah. have the game on you can't be watching no. the game yeah while no. your wife's contractions are going on and your right. son's no. head did you want to be Mm-mm. at that point no i over. knew it was over yeah which is sad because it was only the third inning yeah i know but it was done i yeah. felt it in my bones it was yeah. over yeah but you, well, you had like a tweet. You said something like, I think I had the same thought as I was reading your tweet. It was like, oh, if Kershaw had started this game, it'd be completely different. Or something like to that effect. Didn't make any like, sense to me. Yeah. He, he no. threw four great innings. Yeah. Those That's four, the, isn't four that the irony, though? Don't was, you love that as yeah. a Dodger fan? Like, the one, like, after all those years of Kershaw pitching too much in the playoffs and us losing, we lose because Kershaw didn't pitch enough. It's it was bizarre. I, I'm still I'm I'm never gonna get over that. The yeah. starting you Darvish or not pulling him early enough or which starting him? Yeah, not pulling. He I had mean, no stuff the entire playoffs. I don't think he should have. St- well, he had one good game against the Cubs. Uh, yeah, yeah. But I then was, Alex Wood is there. Kershaw is there, and it's Game Seven. Mm-hmm. I was I understood why. I think from a spirit why he started him. I don't know why he didn't pull him earlier yeah. than he did. Um, well, it was only the second inning. You, if you're not taking, but two nothing is, you know, at, after yeah. the first inning, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, like God. it's game seven. Don't don't fool. Around. Like, what are we messing around they for? Giving you a, another. I don't. They should have done like a all star game thing where they. I think you start you start you because of all the Guriel stuff that happened, and he literally just pitches one inning, and then you bring in Kershaw. Like, so it's like a little. It's a, I mean, it's like a little like a flea flicker or something like that. So. You yeah. know, I don't want to spend too much time dwelling on the saddest day of my life. The day your first son is born, yeah. a.k.a. saddest yeah. day of your life. <laughs> well, now that I'm not sleeping much, it is. Uh, they didn't score any runs either. Yeah. I mean, they had bases loaded in the, in the third inning, bottom of the second. Well, that's like the same that. old story. Yeah. That I, mean, was, I knew they were going to lose. I knew that as soon as they won game six, I was like, this is too much of a high. And the entire narrative of the entire season has been highs and lows like great yeah. giant highs and like crashing lows and that that game six was so special yeah that uh i was like there's no way they win games also losing game two i think that yeah. really hurt that it yeah. felt like houston is is destined i mean that's win. fine yeah. they have the little guy they're, they're the little them. fella they had the <laughs> horrible guy. horrible hurricane like fine yeah okay, i lakers, live in la i've been here before lakers yeah. season lakers won that night I did win that night. <laughs> That's what that was my first. That was my initial. Reaction I immediately switched to the Laker game. I was like, they got to yeah. win tonight. Come on, they beat the Wizards, it. right? That was yeah, yeah. yeah. Baseball season's um, over. Yeah. Okay. I I for one, I saw that like 
when you had when your your kid's name is Ozzy. Ozzy, yeah. When Ozzy's born, I was like, oh well, at least at least a new light and love is being brought into the world of darkness that is Los Angeles sports. It, it was definitely in 2017. a silver lining uh, times a hundred. You yeah. know? Oh yeah, <laughs> this meaningless awesome. baseball game didn't go your way, but you also have a son now. So. Yeah, <laughs> get over it. <laughs> yeah. So when did when did he, was he born during the game or like a long He's labor? Born during the game. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So I got the notification on my phone that said that the game was over while we were cleaning him up. Oh my. Yeah, and they were sewing my wife back up. <laughs> well, I was like, Gosh. all right, yeah. well, yeah, that's a little yin and yang. Wait till next year. Yeah. Wow. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Um, you also told me coming in here tomorrow is your anniversary. Correct. This is an auspicious Whoa. time yeah. for me to we be doing this podcast. We caught you a great time. Yeah. Um, and you also said it was very easy for you to get away having a 13-day-old baby. My wife is always like, just leave the house. It's fine. Don't come back yeah. for a few hours. Yeah. You know what? If you want to spend the night at your friend's house, go for it. Mm-hmm. Plenty know? of time to do this podcast that has a lot of followers and listeners, I think. Are you going to go on a podcast rumspringa? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The only time I leave the house is to do podcasts. Honest, I'm doing a podcast yeah. tomorrow, uh, and she doesn't want me to do that either. But it's like, hey, man, I gotta service the fans. Yeah, the people yeah. who love me need me just as much as you and my son. So it's the same relationship, really. What? So wait, are you doing a podcast on your anniversary? Yup. <laughs> we don't have Rory any. We don't have any yeah. plans for the anniversary. She's yeah. Like, don't buy me a present. Because that no. money should go to diapers and, and food and things of that yeah. nature. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not going out, obviously. So we'll just order pizza and we'll sit in and, and watch the Rolling Stones, the Rolling Stone magazine documentary oh. on HBO. Or oh, yeah. I watched it's that. It's really good. It's great. Yeah. I, I'm off the hook. This is the last anniversary I'll ever have, most likely, where I don't have to plan something. Yeah. yeah. But it's, it's like, okay, so my son's birthday is the 1st of November. My anniversary is the fifteenth of November, and then Thanksgiving happens. This is a tough time. Yeah, and it'll be right after the baseball playoffs, which is the worst time of the year for me yeah. mentally and emotionally. It's a long yeah. season. Fall. I love the weather. I just don't like everything else about it. Yeah, it's a shame. Yeah. Well, thank you for taking time for us. Why don't thank you? Let's go back three years ago to November fifteenth. All right. Uh, and talk wedding. Well, wait. Tell us about your wife. How'd you guys meet? We met on OK Cupid. Okay. Yeah, I was uh, living alone, obviously uh, downtown. I had a, a loft apartment, uh, which I think Eric, you went, you went to a couple times. We used to do stand-up shows in that in that apartment, and uh, yeah, had some parties there and whatnot. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, she, oh, oh, I remember exactly what happened. Okay, so I got an email from OK. Great Cupid. apartment downtown. It's awesome. There's a there's a hot tub and a pool on the roof. It was wow. fantastic. Mm-hmm. She made me move out. Oh yeah, yeah. which is a shame. Oh. But anyway, it's not not a thing that I'm upset about. So. Yeah, uh, you're okay now. I'm so fine. Uh, so I get an email from OkCupid okay saying, someone has rated you four or five stars. Press this button and we'll give you a list of, of, of women. And if you also rate four or five stars, that person who rated you four or five stars will match you. Uh-huh. So it's kind of like a game, really. Okay. If you don't get the right person, okay. then they don't put you together. Uh-huh. So I'm going through yeah. And then I find this woman who would then end up, end up being my wife, and uh, I gave her five stars. She seemed really cool. There was a, a child in one of her pictures, hmm. which ended up being her nephew. Oh. Um, and then uh, a little red hair there. Was, and you <laughs> was like, oh, it. whose kid you is that? It. I was like, I hope that she has a <laughs> yeah. child already. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, really, <laughs> no, no, I was not like dying <laughs> to be a papa. That, that's a her papa. test. That's yeah. her test. If you get past it, exactly. And then John Stamos yeah. was in one of her pictures. Oh. 
Oh, yeah. So she used to work at uh, WME in the HR department. And so John Stamos was in the office for some reason and just like held her nephew and she took a picture with him and whatever. Um, <laughs> so, I was like, oh, that's cool that John Stamos is in this, but so what does it have to do with perspective, you? She's John Stamos's former wife and mother to his kid. <laughs> I thought there was something Stamos related about her. It was deeper than what the reality was. Uh, so and we, you knew she was going to be a good communicator too because she's from HR. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> well, I didn't find that out until later. Yeah, oh, wait. You, okay, you know, you don't have your job and stuff in the OK Cupid profile. It's like I really gotcha. like Woody Allen movies and croissants and hiking. That's what you get in a bio of someone. In OK <laughs> That's Cupid all I ever in want. Twenty twelve or whenever it was. Okay. Twenty thirteen, I think. Um, so we start talking. She uh, says in her profile that uh, her name is uh, based on a. It's, it's comes from a movie, and she's like tell me do you know what movie it was like it's madison so i was trying to think and i couldn't think and she's like it's splash i'm named after the the daryl hannah's Hannah. character from yeah. splash oh, yeah. so we had we flirted on okcupid OK then we moved to gchat and uh she gives me her phone number and she's like we should start texting so i text her i'm like this is dave and her response is who's this question mark it's like oh this is i guess i have the wrong number this is dave like oh i'm just kidding it's it's Ah, it's it's maddie she's she likes to prank i like like, all right so i'm i'm in uh our first date was at um uh, what is that um good luck bar oh yeah oh yeah uh, great spot yeah it was really really hot so we were both sweaty and uncomfortable yeah good stuff in there good level playing field for a first date yeah both uncomfortable both people yeah. yeah, yeah. It's in August, so it's one of the hottest months in Los oh, Angeles. It's an audible. It's yeah. an audible. Everyone's got to deal with. I love that. Exactly. Yeah. And then we went to Covell after, and uh, oh, little, from there, little yeah, wine. Little, little, we had a little couple cocktail, glasses little wine. of wine. Uh huh. And from there, we never stopped seeing each other. And then I That's moved awesome. in after two months. And uh, oh wow. Yeah, because I was there every day, basically. Yeah. What yeah. Her roommate was. Is that? Yeah. Eric? What is is that? What you mean by we never saw we never stopped seeing each other? It's like from like the second day, you guys are just like hanging out every single day. You hit no, the gas. No, well, not every day because the next day yeah. after our date was her dad's birthday, so we were texting oh, and stuff. Um, but then after our second date, <laughs> so you didn't meet the dad day two. I met the mom after a week. Okay, because it was then after that uh, her mother's birthday. Oh wow! So yeah. she's like, you gotta but- come. You don't have to come, but can you come? Right. So I go yeah. after a week, and I meet the mom, and that was intense because she's a she's an old sort of like bohemian lady who doesn't have a filter and just says whatever she's I thinking. I bet you about. destroy in front of moms. Yeah. She loved me. We were yeah. talking about movies yeah, the whole of time, and she yeah. she's still a big supporter of me, which is good, yeah. Yeah. even though she annoys the shit out of me a lot because oh. she <laughs> has this like mouth where she just says things that are just offensive. Yeah. Or. Uh, hurtful to me emotionally. Uh-huh. It's like, oh, I don't like how you spend your money, or uh, you look a little chubby these days. Oh, wow. Or, like, she slapped my ass once. Yeah. Long after we got married and stuff, but she's just like, oh, I bent over and she slapped my butt. And I'm like, why are you doing that? <laughs> That's funny. That's my wife's That right sounds there, like your daughter. quintessential mother-in-law, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, she's, I love a good no-filter mom. <laughs> yeah. She's great. She's awesome. Uh, and she's been very helpful with the baby so far, but uh, yeah. it's a family of mostly women. So uh-huh. it's my, my wife, my sister-in-law, and my mother-in-law, and then her dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of that sort of, uh, 
energy of of competition or emotional distress between these three women. Okay. Um, so that's a difficult thing to to kind of navigate. I remember getting into a fight with my sister-in-law on Thanksgiving two years ago because they were fighting. And I was like, you need to apologize to my wife right now. Uh-huh. And then she gets a boo-boo face and runs away. And I was like, I shouldn't have said that, but I should have said that, right? I mean, I'm supposed to stick up for my wife. Yeah, yeah. But I also don't want to be involved in this family right. squabble. Sister thing, yeah. yeah it's exactly. a bold, I have to say, that's a bold move. I would have stayed out of it. But yeah, I, mean, I, don't the, like, I don't know the context. She but was crying. It was about... Yeah. It was about the food being made, or some, or like them not like seeing each other enough. There was something going on. Yeah, yeah. And my wife was crying, and I was like, I gotta say, I gotta say something. Uh-huh. I gotta stick up yeah. for my wife because yeah. she's you the most to. important person in my life. So you have to throw that gauntlet down. Yeah, yeah for but sure. I will never do that again because <laughs> it was not good. The no. rest of the day. Yeah. Did your wife I, come come to you later and say next time maybe I don't need that, or was she fine with the involvement? <sighs> She was like, it's okay, you didn't have to do it, but it was fine. She didn't get upset. Yeah. Uh, and there was eventually apologies all around and that kind of thing. That's uh-huh. always what happens is apologies. I went through, I just went through a similar thing where, where we're like, it was involved with like the, the inviting guests and like who's going to come and who's not. And then I like similar, like kind of sum- similar circumstances. I don't want to get into like the details of it, but I like chose to like wade in the middle and be like, you know, the messenger and like and like connect uh to people and i don't think i would ever do that in a million years ever again is this about inviting people to your wedding yeah let me tell you this is the one of the hardest parts in my opinion it's the well we're done we're done now but then like um it's it's now that now there's like the postpartum like guilt is like really it's heavy oh yeah it's really heavy there's a couple people i feel super shitty about and like i don't know i don't know what to do there's no etiquette i had to send a a couple emails just apologizing because people were like okay they felt like it was a betrayal oh wow yeah but then there are people who like say yes and then don't come i'm gonna name a name yeah of someone who did not come to my wedding who said yes and they were gonna come and it's Josh Androsky. Oh, boy. Josh oh, did yeah. not come to my wedding. Shots fired. As it's fine. <laughs> We've talked about it since. <laughs> Josh and Claire were invited. And yeah. The interesting thing about my wedding is that my wife's family owns a hotel on Catalina Island. That's where we had the wedding. Wow. Boom. Cool. So Boom. we got the entire hotel for free. Oh, nice. That's so sick. 51, 52 rooms for Damn. us. Oh Every, the entire hotel is just people there for my wedding. And we had the, the Jesus wedding and, and the ceremony and the party. <laughs> I felt, I felt like you just, I, I feel like you just threw your cock down on the table. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? This it's is... funny because I did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a huge dent in the I, table. I got now. the phone out. I was, <laughs> I was just saying how much I love this table and I've ruined it. Yeah. My... Ikea was not ready Dude, for this. Penis. They're never ready for it. Uh, <laughs> okay. And sorry. So, so this whole, you, this that's incredible. Whole, you got the whole hotel room. Whole, whole or the hotel. Whole hotel. And it's basically we're paying for a vacation, other than you paying right. for the boat yeah, from Los the ferry, Angeles, yeah. from, from Long Beach to to Catalina. It was all free. Wow! And I get a, a, a Facebook from I think Claire or Josh is saying we can't make it. We're going on a we're going on tour. We're really sorry. And then it's like, well, there were people that, that I, I wanted didn't to come. Invite. Yeah, yeah. Who were really like for me, mad example, I would have been there. Yeah. I know you would have been there. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, and we couldn't. We couldn't invite them because we invited you, yeah, right. and I, was, I got real pissed. Was it last that. minute? It was like a week before. Okay. 
All right. Well, that's this oh. is yeah. It's kind of weird because Catalina's like it's another thing where like I'm I'm going through the same thing in Palm Springs where it's like L.A. adjacent, so it's like kind of a destination thing. Like it's kind you have to. I mean, but you put everybody up. Everyone. So like, uh, are you you're, you're having yours feel, in Palm Springs? Yeah. Oh god. We're having yeah, and then so like people kind of I feel bad that like people have to like make accommodations for themselves or whatever. Most but it's people like, can't you know, do what I did. Yeah, you, it was a very specific yours is a different situation. thing where it's like yeah, if it would be like if you were putting everyone up in a giant house, it, it was like if <laughs> it's like if yeah. you had a hotel in Palm Springs uh, and you yeah, were I mean I wish rooms. that's the dream, right? I mean that's what I wish I could do. Of I course. wish I had like a house. This where you, could put everyone up. you want to make it as easy as possible for yeah, people. Whenever I get someone saying, oh, I'm thinking about having my wedding in Hawaii, yeah. Yeah. my response is, yes. no one's going to come Yeah, because I it's just, so expensive. Yeah. Well, and that's, sometimes that's a tactic, too, to, like, you know. Call the herd. Sorry, you can't yeah. make it, but yeah. that's where it is. Yours, on the other hand, it sounds very doable and incredible. And uh, so is the wedding itself in the hotel also? Yeah, so there's a there's a, a restaurant space uh, and little uh, event area that we had it in. We had the um, rehearsal dinner. There's a um, so they they own the hotel, but they also own all the the. There's like it's sort of like a open air mall, so they What's, own all that property too. So okay. there's a an arcade. What's uh, the hotel called? It's called the Hotel Metropole. Okay. And uh, so there is an arcade and a uh, little conference room thing adjacent to that plus other shops and things so it's this whole big complex and they rent out the space to business owners and whatnot uh-huh. on the island and so we had that the the rehearsal dinner in the in the um that arcade uh-huh uh, so we had pizza and, and gave people tokens for games oh and that's stuff. perfect oh that's great. really cute yeah it was it was awesome um so it was it was hard because it was there was a cap there was a specific cap on the number of people we could invite because of the number of rooms. And I said yeah. to, to my wife, Maddie, well, why don't we just invite some people and tell them they have to get their own room, get their own room yeah. on the Island. Well, it's an etiquette issue, right? So you're, yeah. you're saying to the people, people you, you have to pay, you have to pay everybody yeah. else gets yeah. to go for free. So it's yeah. better to just say it's only these 90 people or whatever it was. Yes. Right. Right. And, and so that made it difficult on some level, but it was, mostly so easy yeah that's, that's we, we talked about that because it's like we talked about like the a team and the b team thing because we wanted to have like a ceremony and then have you know a bunch because obviously we know a bunch of people in la be like have another list of people that it's like hey just come out and party with us like yeah yeah we already had we already had the wedding but you know you can drive down to palm do- springs it's not that hard yeah yeah yeah, yeah. An island is a different story. It's like yeah. no one's going to take a boat and come just for the, the party or something. It, yeah. it is and it isn't, though, because that A-team, B-team is still implied. Oh, and yeah, the etiquette yeah. thing is like, hey, come to Palm Springs, but not I mean, go away. I have lived in Southern <laughs> California most of my life, and I've never been to Catalina Island. Same here. You guys got to come. I can get you a free room. That's uh, that's huge. Wait, really? Probably. I mean, I have to talk to Maddie, and then Maddie have to talk to her uncle who operates um, it. Um, how long have they owned that hotel? Is it like a long-standing family-owned since thing? the '60s? Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, my father-in-law had been going for years. Her da- his dad owned it. Okay, um, and so he owned it. You know, his whole life. And I feel like it on. Wow. So uh, hopefully, Ozzy will get to to own it one day, unless they sell it. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. 
Never. Why would you That'd sell so a hotel that you own on Catalina? That's there are amazing. a lot of financial reasons why it could be beneficial to sell because they own the they own the buildings. Right. They don't own the land. Right. The land is owned by the Catalina Island Corporation. Oh, that's right. Because you can't own land there, or no? the, yeah, the the whole island company owns the land. I see. But then you buy you you lease the rights to the land okay. and then you own the building. I see. So there could be a benefit to selling the building and getting, you know, the three, four million dollars or whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, just cash to have. Yeah. And there's also just the, the difficulty of operating the, the hotel and, and, and being a landlord to all of these businesses. Yeah. The yeah. salons or the massage parlor or the yeah. uh, arcade or little restaurants, whatever yeah. it is. This the is little, a, this the be a great go-kart, show. Not the go-kart. The <laughs> golf cart. Yeah, the golf carts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they, uh, there's a couple golf carts that they own, so I get to wheel around in the golf cart nice. when I'm there. Dude, um, did she grow up there? Where is your wife from? From Los Angeles. Okay. From uh, Mar Vista. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. So that's a pretty... Dan, I feel like Matt, like uh, Madison's parents and Wendy's parents would get along. Oh, is that right? Wendy's... My wife is from Manhattan Beach. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, okay. I can't comment on that because I don't know Madison's parents, but I'll take you at your word. My father-in-law is a photographer. He, uh, yeah. he made his bones uh, doing, uh, like, shoe apparel uh, photography. His first big thing was taking photos of Tony Alva, the skateboarder. Oh, yeah. So that's sort of where he Whoa. made his name. And then he started doing L.A. gear. Yeah. He uh, took these really great photos of Robin Williams at the Comedy Store that was in Life magazine. He did a lot of stuff. Wow. And, uh, Wait, yeah. did he do the old, like, Carl Malone, Kareem, L.A. gear so photo there, shoots? There's one photo that I have of um, Kareem uh, from an LA Gear ad campaign that's in my office that I got framed and stuff. And he did that. And it's like Kareem oh, yeah, palming a I basketball with some fire in the background. Yeah. yeah, that was him. Wow. He uh, yeah. he also did a photo shoot with Jason Bateman. Oh, cool. Bateman did a, um, an LA Who Gear. Who was in every thing. game of the World Series. He was. Uh, the Batemans are huge uh, LA sports fans. Like uh, okay. Teen Wolf Bateman? Like 80s Bateman? Yeah. Yes, this is okay. 80s Bateman when he was very preppy and stuff. Yeah. And he also did, Ginny uh, Lewis did uh, an L.A. Gear campaign. So I have a little Ginny Lewis. Lewis photo of her L.A. Gear campaign in my office. Wow. Too. Yeah. Uh, how did he go? Was he like a Dogtown and Z-Boy guy? How was he yes. around Tony Alva? Yeah, so he took some photos of um, these gang members in uh, East Los Angeles. And that he was just like... He was a surfer, and he was kind of bumming around at UCLA, and he wanted to be a photographer. So we just started going around taking pictures and got in with these these gangs in, in East Los Angeles. And Tony saw those photos, and Tony said, you're really cool. I want you to do these pictures. So my father-in-law started traveling with Tony around Whoa. the world taking pictures of him. When he was huge and yeah. like skateboarding was blowing up? Exactly, yeah. So he's that is so cool. sort of part of that scene. And there's a, a mural in um, Venice, like adjacent venice uh this hotel i forget what it's called the uh, the can the abbot kinney or the kinney or something this uh-huh. new boutique hotel and they have a giant mural that's of his photo of tony alva uh that they just put up and we got to go to the like the unveiling of the mural and yeah. that kind of thing so it's really cool wow uh, at what point did you know this before did you know about all this before you met him or was this something stuff that you found out slowly 
like how yeah cool, like how cool he was did you know how, right like, she fucking... told me and then i started doing my google research <laughs> right and i was like oh, oh he's really cool you, yeah because yeah. she's well you're a reporter <laughs> yeah. yes exactly i that's i had to put me yeah. due diligence i did i wanted to know what i was getting myself into but that's that's pretty yeah. good pedigree if you're looking into you know because our, our topic this week is in-laws and you know yeah you could do a lot worse than like legendary LA-based photographer for a father-in-law. Yeah, I mean, I've had girlfriends in the past whose parents I didn't care for. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. I did have another uh, a girlfriend in the past whose parents I did like, but I don't think they liked me. Her uh, her mother was a Pan Am um, stewardess or, or flight attendant. Uh-huh. And, Rest uh, in peace, Pan Am, the show. I know. <laughs> Big fan. <laughs> that and the Playboy Club. Those are two great yeah, shows. Two nice Mad Men light spinoffs. Yeah, let's rip off that show. Uh-huh. I did like gr- a Good Girls Revolt. That was like a later. Yeah, my wife I heard that show was really off. good, and yeah, then just like they canceled it. And well, because the guy who run, run ran Amazon was a bad person. Oh. Oh yeah. Oh. But anyway, um, I really liked her. Um, but th- this is the best set of parents I've ever been right around and yeah. dealt with. Yeah. Yeah. If you could only and you get want along like some with your sister-in-law, if you could just stop. Oh, I like my sister-in-law. In the- <laughs> She's great. But that's what I'm saying. Like, you want that friction. You want it because it's real. Like, if yeah. it was like, family. if there was like no drama and like no arguments, that would be so weird. They're incredibly close because everybody lives yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody, other than her uncle yeah. who lives on Catalina Island and runs a hotel, everybody's here. Yeah. Uh, her cousins still live here. Her cousin uh, is a yoga instructor. She has a yoga studio um, on Sunset and Alvarado in mm-hmm. that new shopping center that just opened. Okay. And uh, her her other cousin, who's a who's a guy, I forget what he does, but yeah, you know, they're all around. They're all they're yeah. all at the wedding. It's it's great to have that family unit that's so close who can help and be involved in you know my son's life and right just we can have thanksgivings and it's easy yeah. oh yeah yeah as we're a very yeah. california family yeah because you're from here too right i'm from central california okay yeah um merced right merced, merced. memory sir? merced is yeah. correct yeah. okay and is your family still up there mm-hmm. okay yeah all right well that's a little cent- a little Central Cal. little Central yeah. Cal, little Southern Cal. Lots of uh, yeah. Giants fans up there, unfortunately. Oh, oh I yeah. See. yeah. Well, well, how did you end up a Dodgers fan? Well, my, my dad's family is from here. My dad's family okay. is from uh, Temple City originally. Okay. Well, originally they're Hell from yeah. Illinois, um, but then they moved here when my dad was like seven. Okay. And uh, so my uncle and his family live in um, Granada Hills, and so they're all Dodger oh, yeah. fans and stuff. Yeah. I see. So in That's pl- where uh, John Elway's from. I did not know that. Granada Hills High School, baby. I'll be damned. I also did not know that. Granada Hills is very boring. Like most like boring. most of those sort of like very north communities in the valley that are yeah. not close to I had a boring know. aunt that lived in Granada Hills. <laughs> we'd ha- we'd Everyone does there, and it was the worst. Oh my god. I, oh my I I I'm with I, you. I, I, Drag my feet all the way through the 818, all the way to Granada Hills. <laughs> I never go to visit them because it's such a schlep and it it's is so a schlep. boring. Yeah. The valley is vast. There's so much stuff like with it. And also, you just talked about it briefly. Can we go back to a little? I've been missing LA a lot lately because yep. it's been really dark and cold here uh, and everyone hates me. But uh, um, did you say that shopping center on Sunset and Alvarado opened? Yeah, so there's uh, some stuff, right? Yeah. Like where the Lucy's was, like when they tore yeah, exactly. Lucy's yeah. There's a habit opening. 
The hamburger Burger okay. place. Uh, is the there's, a cin- there's a terrible. cinema monster place. Habit is Aaron Rodgers' favorite restaurant, favorite hamburger place. Is whose? Aaron Rodgers. Quarterback Aaron Rodgers. I interviewed him. Of course it and is. I was like, What's of your, course it is. What do you prefer, In-N-Out or Shake Shack? And him being a vegetarian, he said, the Habit is my favorite because the Habit has more vegetarian False. options. Oh. Like, that place sucks. But it's, I don't think I've been to a good. Habit. Did he talk about how he doesn't talk to his family? We didn't get there. <laughs> if Bill Simmons didn't ask him that question, I yeah, was going to ask. Not going to go. Uh, there. So the habits open. There's a Starbucks, uh, like a fancy coffee bar version of Starbucks opening. Cinnamon Starbucks. roll place. Cinnamon roll place. Um, my wife's cousin's uh, yoga studio, and then there's that you know s- sort of like weird like gift shop, and then my friend's restaurant is is on the corner. Uh, Cosa That's Bologna. cool. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that place is it's amazing. You know, it's going nuts. Yeah, it's very, very popular. Yeah, yeah. he's he's a, an incredible chef, and uh, he brought uh, a bunch of food to our house after the baby was born, which is really nice. Wow, you have you, you sort go. of have like you have businesses set up all over the SoCal area. I got a taste of everything, man. My, <laughs> that's uh, what you got to do. That's you how got, you. That's how you do LA. You got to make friends. Yeah, yeah. But you're like married in with all these people. This is like a lot of a lot of those people that seem like they're a bigger deal um, are all my wife's friends because my okay. wife grew up here and she went to Brentwood, um, okay. the big private school on the west side. And, yeah. Uh, so she knows a lot of uh, you know people who have been successful. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why she married me, but uh, you know what? It's fine. I know why she married you, because you're a catch. Because of my huge dick that I just slammed on the table. <laughs> you can put it away now, by the way. Yeah, I can put it away. Can we pause the podcast? Away. You've made your point. It's going to take about 10 minutes for me to put it back. Let's, let's get it packaged up there. David, yeah. you are a catch. Thanks, You're a phenomenal writer. I think you're changing. Uh, you're one of my favorite sports writers. You do it in a real way. Uh, it's real boring. Most sports writing is so negative and shitty and kind of just coming at everything from the same angle. Yeah. Uh, and you're changing it. You're doing it. You're having fun with it. Thank you. I liked your Floyd Mayweather. Oh, that was a lot of fun to do. Yeah. yeah. Other than being in Vegas, yeah. I just it was nice to be able to just kind of spread my wings and do something creative and weird. Yeah. yeah. I could tell. Yeah, it was fun. It's It felt, I mean, I don't know if you were trying to do a little Hunter-inspired oh, yeah. thing. That was definitely uh, something my editor said was like, just lean it, lean into that part of your writing style. Is, yeah. is to to do that sort of Gonzo-y kind of thing, and yeah. uh, it was nice to do because that's I think what I'm the best at. I did a bunch of um, campaign coverage for the Guardian last year, and that was probably the most fun that I ever had. Yeah, as a, as a journalist, is getting to do all of that stuff um, and to go out and and talk to weird people and and, and be funny. Yeah, because a lot of times they don't want you to be funny. Right. Which is no. a shame because that's probably my strongest suit is 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 getting to be funny in this context. And uh, when you're a sports writer, they don't want that. Right. They want you to just kind of like you're in the lane. Yeah. You know, just be serious. Do your in-laws think you're funny? My mother-in-law does. Um, okay. She laughs at me a lot. She's like, oh, yeah. you're so silly and, and, you know, what all that stuff. But yeah. uh, What about you, Dan? Yeah. What about you, Dan? Do my in-laws think I'm funny? Yeah. Uh, yes, I think so. I think like they think I'm. Yeah. I think they think I'm uh, like funny. They laugh. They yes. I think they think I'm funny. I also think they think I'm strange. Um, yeah, I. De- I mean, definitely. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> like at the like they sort of like they're they usually laugh with me, but every now and then they're just like laughing because they just think I'm being weird. 
Yeah. <laughs> they just would like to politely excuse Do, themselves. I don't think that that people of that age understand us on some level. Uh, yeah, just the dry, uh, dry, not ironic. Yeah, I guess ironic tone, maybe. No, they get it. They get it. Yeah, because I think, I think all our in-laws are pretty cool people like i mean like i mean obviously like yeah. dave like your father-in-law sounds incredible and like there and your and your mother-in-law sounds very funny like she's got her own thing and my my in-laws they go to like you know they go to comedy show they go to like when like marie bamford's in town they go see marie bamford yeah they go to rock shows they're tapped in they watch snl yeah i think understanding what you do and why you do it and why you're good at it is important because if they don't yeah. know why you're doing what you do for a living yeah. And it's like, well, why don't you do this instead? It makes you will make more money or something like right. that. Right. No, yeah. yeah. There's no oh, I mean, feelings that's another for that. whole other thing. I, I mean, yeah. Money is yeah. always a thing that they're they're like tapping their feet like, "Well, when are you going to make more money? When are you going to make more money?" I think Oh, more, really? For you? Like, yeah, my mother-in-law does that. Yeah. Okay. I my father-in-law doesn't care. Yeah. You know, he's very chill and just kind of like a, a guy who's just happy that his daughter has someone that she loves and that right. there's awesome. people around and that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, but my mother-in-law is like, why do you have that car? That car is too yeah. expensive. You should be saving all of your money for your child. And oh, I wow. just get really uh, frustrated. But that's, yeah. Oh, it man. is what it is. That's again. Because my father in law was really good with my father in law was really good with money and saved a lot and yeah. he paid for our wedding. Right. He paid the down payment yeah. for our house, you know. So yeah. like that's a high bar to to try to clear is yeah. being able to, yeah. to squirrel away all that money and then provide for my children the way that he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's coming from a, a good place, obviously, but um, yeah, I don't get any of that from my in laws, so I, I don't. Envy but I mean, there. the bottom, like the ultimate, like bottom line is that again, like you said, it's like you that you are fulfilled in your life and you're happy and your family's happy because that's going to be an extent like if you're like of you and madison and ozzy like that that they're happy and like it's all i mean but the money i think that like a lot of people because i get that too from my mom and also my mother-in-law a little bit is the uh financial security but that's just like under the umbrella of total happiness it feels like yeah, yeah. and then you just like it really depends on what yeah. your goals are for your life. You know, I feel yeah. like I, I have a tendency to be very superficial and to like mm-hmm. things yeah. more than yeah. most people do. You like driving the nice car. I do. I like driving a nice car. Yeah. I like nice clothes. I like all of those sorts of things. I like nice furniture. Events? Do you think events in like restaurants un- fall under that? Yeah. Yeah. Not as much. I mean, I, yeah. I, I, we don't go out to eat much anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We did a lot yeah, okay. when we were first dating. Yeah. But the circumstances of having a kid and that kind of thing, it's like, when are we going to go out to eat? Right. Even when she yeah. was pregnant, it was like, I don't want to go out. I don't want to go anywhere. I just yeah. want to go to sleep. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. you know, when oh, you're going yeah, to bed sure. at 8 o'clock and waking up at 2 in the morning to feed your kid, you're not thinking about, like, oh, what's a cool new restaurant to go to? Because <laughs> right. you don't give a shit. Right. Who cares? Trying to get, like, a 10 o'clock dinner <laughs> reservation. That yeah. ain't happening. Baby. Yeah. I save all that for when I travel for work. Like, I'll go yeah. to nice restaurants when it's on the company dime. Oh, yeah. Restaurant. There you go. Well, yeah, you're in a different gear now being a parent, but going back three years ago and like planning this hotel wedding, how involved, like, because how involved are you in that process? I mean, every decision that was made, someone would ask, are you okay with it? And my response would be, "Mm mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. (laughs) I don't care. Yeah. Because. So not much. You don't have a lot of leverage when you're in my position. 
I think your I think your circumstances are very very specific. Unique. Yeah. Yes. They own they own the hotel. And yeah. Like it's like it's like there's there's nothing to be done really. I mean, there were decisions to be made about the yeah. napkins or the accoutrement and the yeah. Um, yeah. you know balloons or whatever or what what am I gonna wear? What am my groomsmen gonna wear? Yeah. What's yeah. the what's the menu gonna be like? Those yeah. decisions I would be a part of, but I also knew that. It wasn't really about me that mm-hmm. day. And I have, you know, my friend who's a chef, he was very involved in the aesthetics of his wedding, but it, his wedding was very yeah. expensive, uh-huh. far more expensive than mine. Uh, oh, well. But he has particular tastes uh, mm-hmm. about, you know, the way things need to look. Yeah. I don't, I didn't really have that because I knew we were on a very tight budget. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I knew that my wife had an idea of what she wanted her wedding to look like, and I didn't really ever have that that vision the okay. way that she yeah. did the, uh, she had a very coherent vision for what she wanted and she has very specific tastes yeah and i just had to put my hands up and say whatever you want it's fine yeah um okay you know the fights that i had were more about who am i going to invite yeah you know, inviting yeah. these people instead of these people and that kind of thing which we can all agree which we've it's already the worst said part. it's terrible it's absolutely the worst and part. we i don't know if you yeah. feel this way i have like 10 to 15 people i wish were there and weren't no yeah me too yeah. absolutely i wish eric me was too. at my wedding yeah. Um, I, probably I even more than that. that. I, I, there, I mean, it's just hard to draw that line, but you're just forced to. Yeah, and then of course, yeah. who do you? Where do you put the the tables? How do the tables uh, shake out, and who sits where? Oh, did yeah? Did you have assigned seating? We did. I w- I was of the mind that you should just let it be open mm-hmm. because you don't mm-hmm. want to create a situation where it's awkward for anyone. Yeah. Uh, but it actually sh- uh, shook out really well in that. A lot of her friends sat together. A lot of my friends sat together. We had the kind of boring adult table. We had the fun adult table because uh-huh. there were there were adults who really you know embraced the moment and were a part of the sort of celebration and the the revelry of the wedding. And then there were yeah. you know my uncle and his family who were very like dour sort of uh, modest like, we're people. Just gonna, we're we're oh. just getting through this. I was like, uh, this is very fun. I've never heard yeah. this song before. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's very interesting that all the curse words in it, because uh, oh. my da- my dad's family is very religious. Oh, okay. uh, they're they're Lutherans. My okay. mother my mother is Jewish. My my dad's family is Lutheran, and so they're super into God. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, you played a lot of Creed, didn't you? Tons of Creed, <laughs> uh, Alter Bridge, all the good stuff, all uh-huh. the hits. Um, that was a la- my sacrifice was the last song. Well, what uh, just because this is Groomzilla's, I know you keep saying crucifix ice sculpture. <laughs> Does that strike any bells? Yeah, all of the you know how like he's got the he's got Jesus has the little uh, stigmata. Yeah, well, that's where the whiskey came out from the ice sculpture. That's of Jesus. fun. Yeah, that so, might be so cool. blasphemous though. Only a smidge. Um, you say this. It was about your what your wife in yeah. the planning. You didn't care, but Mm-mm. because this is Groomzilla's, what was the one thing you were looking forward to and just made room for yourself to make it how you wanted it? Great question. Great question. The music was important. (laughs) It was a good question. (laughs) The music was important to me. Okay. Uh, And we got these DJs called Dart DJs uh, who were great. And so we had to put them up too, obviously. I was going to say, are they based in Avalon or are they coming over too? No, they came over. They're from LA. Um, and yeah, so you had to give them a room. Uh-huh. They weren't going to yeah. schlep all of their records and things over yeah. the day of. So that was another room we couldn't use for, for guests, actual <laughs> guests, which was fine. But they yeah. were great. And uh, they did a thing where it's like, give us like your five favorite uh, albums and 
my wife's five favorite albums and they found a, a good mix of things that we both liked uh-huh. um and the party was you know really lively the whole time it, there wasn't sort of a a lull. I remember one oh, thing. Oh, my worst nightmare. Yeah, I was like nobody. Stop thinking about that lull, baby. <laughs> yeah, there was no lull. We had zero lull. Uh, but I, yeah. I put my foot down and I said no band. I will not have a band. My yeah. wife was on the same page. Didn't want a band either. Uh-huh. I think bands are lame at weddings. It depends on the band. Yeah, I'm it, having a band. <laughs> Shit. We're just gonna do. We're gonna do like a small. It's not like a. Just for like just during cocktail hour, the little jazz trio kicking yeah. on some Christmas songs. That makes a lot of sense to me because you don't it's want... power violence. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's the Tux. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't tux. think I don't think you want like actual songs playing during the cocktail hour, right? Because that's when everybody mingles and gets to know each other, or talks and checks in and. When you when yeah. you when you're done and you finally do all the pictures or whatever you do f- between the ceremony and the party, you know you're shaking a lot of hands. People are congratulating you. Mm-hmm. There's just a lot of chit chat that you have to get through. So you don't yeah. want like music blasting in the background. You want something right. yeah. very elevator music. Yeah, kind yeah of stuff. something calming and something that's more like wallpaper. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so I'm fine Jazzy. with that. Jazzy Christmas songs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You want something that sounds like a Macy's in San Francisco. Just a brush, mm-hmm. a brush, a brush on a snare and a little hi hat. There you and go. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Especially with the holiday theme, that's really going to be nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, I know. Well, okay. More. What I want to get to is what you were wearing. You mentioned it briefly earlier. What were you? What's the specifics there? Because you. I, didn't get, I would say are very dapper, but you, you didn't. You didn't go crazy. I didn't get a nice suit. I mean, I got a suit. I didn't get. A, I didn't wear a tux or anything. I thought about it, but it was more important to me that the budget for the wedding went to wedding things. Mm-hmm. It was okay. If I had more money, sure, I would have bought something really fancy. Yeah, but we went yeah. to like Men's Warehouse, and I they did a suit for me. It wasn't right. a big deal. Yeah. Um, and then I, you know, I didn't want to do something overly formal because then you have to force people to go out and buy something that's going to match if you're in the in the part in the wedding party or something oh yeah, yeah. oh did you have a wedding party yeah yeah so i had oh, um cool. how many how many groomsmen did i have i think i had four or five oh, okay. um and so it was just easier to say this is the kind of the color mm-hmm. that i'm gonna wear and mm-hmm. just fit in as yeah. you can it doesn't have to match i i, I wanted it i wanted it to be easy i didn't want to make anybody yeah. go out of their way to do yeah. something yeah. that was going to be expensive okay. or time consuming I right. just oh yeah said, if you like, have groomsmen your outfit takes on a completely different other it's like not just your outfit anymore so you're like, not doing yeah. groomsmen no no groomsmen no. for you what about you no. didn't do groomsmen None. interesting yeah. okay yeah uh, i have done the thing when i've been a groomsman where it's just like get a gray suit it doesn't have to be matching suits yeah. from yeah i didn't want to be that precious if i had yeah. an unlimited budget i would be as precious as possible but yeah it just it was not practical how did you guys yeah. settle on the November date? Well, I think most of it was related to when the hotel was the least busy. Sure. Yep. Because yeah, we days. didn't yeah, we didn't want to drain too much money from the coffers sure. of the hotel. So uh, my wife's uncle said, Here are the, the months when we are the slowest, and it was November and December. Yeah. yeah. We didn't want to do December because it would be too cold. Yeah. Christmas is around there. We thought if we get it out of the way in November, early, mid-November, 
it's before Thanksgiving, before Christmas. Yeah. Um, then we can, you know, just go about our lives and, and have yeah. the holidays and stuff and, and not have to worry about that stuff. Yeah. Um, the and weather then, was fine that, that weekend. There was a little sprinkle the day before, mm-hmm. um, but it was mostly great. And then what kind of ceremony did you guys do? Uh, so my mother-in-law was the officiant. Okay. Oh, yes. Here we go. Right back to the in-laws. Exactly. I love this. Yes. She was the officiant. It was important to my wife. She did my sister-in-law's wedding as well. Oh, okay. And my sister-in-law got married in my father-in-law's backyard. Okay. Because he has a you know, decent-sized backyard in his house. And so both of them got a, a certain amount of money to mm-hmm. do their wedding. Um, she chose to keep it, which was not smart. a bad idea. It was very smart. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, it, it made a lot of sense. And I definitely wish I had that money right now <laughs> right. to fix my house. Uh-huh. Uh, but... We talked about it, and uh, we both wanted to have an actual wedding. Yeah. So we made yeah. it work within the within the budget. Um, Just make it work, baby. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, my my mother in law did it. She wrote uh, a lot of the ceremony. I wrote my own vows. My wife wrote her own vows. Uh-huh. Uh, my wife famously uh, said that I was the uh, she was the shack to my Kobe. <laughs> Beautiful. And that, that got a really great response from the crowd. Yeah. They did a lot of crying Beautiful. during the ceremony. Yeah. Uh, I was yeah. crying the most out of anyone. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> from when? From the f- first time you see her or from you start when you do the vows? I got a little teary-eyed because I, I walked through the event space into the area where we were having the ceremony, which was right on the um, on the sort of boulevard, the main drag of, of Avalon, uh-huh. which is the town in Catalina. Yeah. Um, and so there was, it was, it was inside, it was covered, but it was basically, you could see in if you were, if you wanted to look at my wedding, you yeah. could. Yeah. Um, and so once I saw my mom and she walked me down the aisle, I started getting choked up, but then I saw wow. my wife and then I really started crying. Yeah. And then my dad came up and my dad has passed away in 2006 mm. and, yeah. and my mother-in-law said something about like, really, you know, we're thinking about david senior he's not here and and uh yeah and we wish he could have been here to see this and i just lost it yeah, yeah. totally lost it um and yeah. i also cried a lot during my mother's speech after oh i bet my oh mother my did God. a speech <laughs> my mother did a speech my father-in-law did a speech and my sister-in-law did a speech and my mother was like destroyed she killed it really yeah everyone was crying uh-huh. when my mother gave her speech unfortunately so not filmed everything else they filmed Oh, okay. And we have no But the one speech, speech, but your mom, just your mom's speech. My mom's speech was devastating. Yes. Um, you know what? I think it might be, sometimes it's better when you don't catch things on film because then... It, it, you, it's better in the, it, the Sometimes memory. when you watch it, it's not what you remember. Yeah. So... I was emotionally drained and overwhelmed the entire day up until... That's the, the idea. After the, after the meal and we all started dancing, then I kind of just like relaxed. Yeah. But up until like my mother's speech, I was just like a nervous wreck. Yeah. Not nervous, but just, you know, overcome. Of yeah. Course. It's a big you day. Know. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, Well, just to wrap up here, uh, Eric's a matter of weeks away from his wedding. He's 25 25 days. Oh, my God. So soon. 25 days away. Um, Looking back from your experience. I'm worried worried about being too emotional. I'm worried about. You're going to be, dude. You're going to be. Just slobbering through this. Well, that's not a bad thing. You don't have to worry about that. Take it easy, Meryl. I I, I feel like I'm going to get. 
I'm going to get, I'm going to, oh my God, I can't. Well, do you have any, we always ask, do you have any advice, things that you would have done differently or just something to look out for? The one thing people always said to me before, and I didn't really take seriously, was eat. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Eat food. Yeah. Because you will not Mm -hmm. get a a chance to sit down and have a meal. We hear that a lot. Yep. Yeah. So just grab as many past appetizers as you can. Pick it your, your, your dish. I don't know what you guys are doing food wise, but we did family style. So I could always yeah, kind of go around and grab something. Yeah, but definitely eat a lot. Um, don't try. Don't get too drunk. I, if drinking is something that's going to be a part of your wedding, don't go too crazy because you want to remember as much as possible. Yeah, the less you remember, the more you're going to kick yourself. Did you drink a little too much or? No, 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 no. no. I was yeah. I was fine. It was just something that I was really cognizant of because right. I, yeah. there were definitely people who got really drunk at my wedding. Good. You like got, you Al- Allison Stevenson got really drunk at my wedding. Great. Shout out. <laughs> Alan got really drunk at my wedding. Um, Great. Shout out. Yeah. But uh, it's, it's definitely a thing where you want to be present. Yeah. And yeah. just don't, it's going to go really quickly. Yeah. Try and slow yourself down. Yeah, it does go quickly. Yeah. Um, Dan, you didn't get too drunk, did you? No, because uh, we got the same advice and I was worried about it leading yeah. up to it. I was drinking. Yeah. It's like one of those things, like, I, when I go to a wedding as well, I feel like I can't get drunk. Because it it's just yeah. like, I don't know, there's a yeah. lot of um, adrenaline already on its own. Um, but that's, uh, that's really good advice. It's, it's stuff we've heard before. And I think it's stuff, Eric, you're probably thinking about already, right? Oh yeah, for sure. I don't know what size pop brownie to, <laughs> you know, to, to eat or like when, Pace you know, yourself. when, cause you yeah. want it to kick in right when the ceremony starts. Uh, um, yeah. Uh, and don't feel too bad about not inviting certain people because it's inevitable. No yeah. wedding, unless it's, yeah. you know, someone incredibly wealthy who can just invite all these people, yeah. you're going to say yeah. no to some people. You're going to have to cut people out. Yep. And we, yeah. Yeah, people, and then, people get that. Yeah. Um, well, some people. I mean, I, there were people I dealt with who didn't get it. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of people that, yeah, there's a lot of people that just don't get They're it. They're just so upset. I'm like, yeah. well, it's my wedding. They make right. it about themselves. I have to invite. Yeah, they make it about themselves. Family. I have to invite really close people. Yeah. yeah. I had to have a room for the DJ. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, that's great. Well, Dave, thanks for coming in. Eric, you got anything else? Thank you so much, David. Thank you. Go Dodgers. Go Blue. Go Lakers. There you go. Go Rams. <laughs> Rams are doing great. Go Rams. Well, rock and roll, Dan. That was a great interview, wasn't it? <laughs> rock and roll, baby. That was great. Yeah. Love that Dave, Dave Schilling. Dave Schilling's great. He's yeah. uh, he's funny. He's got great in-laws. That was a great talk. Perfect. I like talk. I just can I tell you something? I love talking about weddings. Well, you're on the right podcast. You're hosting the right podcast. What um, podcast? We Groomzilla's baby. Come on in. Oh, okay. Get what? wet. Stay Hashtag wet. get wet. Hashtag stay, stay wet. wet. Okay, got it. Got it. Um, got it. Th- so thanks once again to Dave Schilling. Um, perfect guy for the in-laws talk. By the way, how about that? Yeah. How about that family? Thank you, Dave Schilling. Thank you, all in-laws. Thank you, Groomzilla's listeners. Thank you, Groomzilla's listenership. Bit of a disclaimer. We're going into the holidays next week, aren't we, Eric? Oh, my God. Is it turkey season? It's turkey season. It's upon us already. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, because for that reason, some of the some of the Groomzilla's team is going to be dipping out. We're going to take a week off. We're going to take a We're week gonna off. We're going to take a week off. And you know what? We're going to take a week off. We've earned it. Okay? So I, don't know if, I, don't know if we, I don't know if that's true. Um, I wouldn't go that far, but well, well, we're taking a week off. You're not going anywhere. You've earned it. But you've earned it. 
Brett, producer Brett and I are both going out of town. And uh, Brett definitely, Brett has definitely. Brett's earned it. it. Brett's earned it. Um, so we will not have a new episode next Friday after Thanksgiving. Black Friday. You're not getting a new Grimzilla's. I apologize. Just head to Best Buy, get a big screen instead. You'll be fine. Yeah. Oh, get me one too, will you? Oh, while you're at it. Hashtag get wet, hashtag stay wet, hashtag... Get Erica TV. I need a new TV on my screen. But thanks for listening, and we'll see you again. We'll, we'll, we'll see you again in two weeks. Right, Eric? We got some big, we got some big stuff planned down the line leading up to my wedding. Uh, well, as of now, so you're 25 around. days away. We, we drop a week out there. We're, we're going to come back hitting the ground I'm running. Staring, standing right over that she-beast. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, we'll come back nice and hungry and nice and dry, but don't worry, you'll be able to get yeah. wet. Some dry news. This is I know this is some dry news. Um, Stay hydrated. But, but we're gonna we got a lot of we got a we gotta soak you. We yeah. got a lot of stuff. to Oh, soak. you're gonna get drenched in two weeks. Happy Thanksgiving from your friends here at Grimzilla's. Love you, Eric. Bye. Love you too. Bye. Forever. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.